Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Saul. Presented by the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook and Top Fitness. Coach, hey, the circle of toughness. you got to complete the circle of toughness. <laughs> there you go. Was it complete yesterday? Uh, we got it done yesterday in a lot of ways. I was really fired up about the... As you you know, you look at the whole game as it plotted out. You know, we did some really cool stuff. Loved that we ran the ball like that. Loved that we were play passing and doing our thing. And and uh, the finish part of it is such a big deal. You know, we're, it, it, halftime now we challenged him pretty good. You know, the, we owed it to ourselves. We owed it to the, the fans. Everybody, we're going to play second half like we're, we're capable of doing it. That's why it was so cool that we did it the week before. And then to recapture it at home was a it's a big step forward. So I'm I'm really fired up about. Uh, that we got a lot of areas to keep working on and improving, and, and we're growing together. Pete, you've told us before how much you've learned from Bud Grant and others. I got to be honest, I've, I've learned a term from you, and I use it a lot on my broadcasts, and that is feel. You like to say, man, they didn't feel the rest, or they could feel us, or you could feel the line of scrimmage, or you could feel the 12s. And I get in these different environments. I'll be in Nebraska this week feeling 97,000 people. There's just something about it. And yesterday just felt like a Pete Carroll kind of, you could just feel your guys at the line of scrimmage. And tell me what you felt from the 12s. Oh, man, what a great day. It was such a um... – it was such a demonstration of you know what we are and and what we've come to love about being here and playing here and playing for the fans and the fans following the team and all. It was beautiful. Um, they were so tuned in. Um, look at the impact they had on the game. You know, there's a portion there they couldn't even get the ball snapped. You know, and it was because of the crowd. And uh, so, um, you know, I, I we talked about it some. You know, was it because the crowd was wanting to show the old guys that were here, you know, that they're still here and all that, or was it just the game or what What? What it was. But um, that's us at our best, and, and uh, we finished great in that game, and they're a big, big part of it. Obviously going to focus a lot on the on the win in the game yesterday, but just since you mentioned them and seeing the 10th anniversary group out there of the Super Bowl team, what was that like for you? I know you heard you earlier in the week say, yeah, you'll focus on it eventually, but you got to prep for the game first. Once you finally did get to focus on them, what was that experience like? Well, we had enough opportunities to get around the guys. We had a, a function on Friday night, then they came to Saturday, and then saw them on the sidelines in, in pregame. It was so clear, the connection that is so deep and, and so meaningful and has continues to be meaningful in their lives. And, and the, the pride that they have taken to being in part of something special like that, it, it, it didn't go away. And uh, so we had a great showing. A ton of guys came. Everybody had something to say about it because they could all feel it, and it was just so obvious. And uh, just it was really heartwarming and, and all of that. But it's also a powerful message and illustration of what you can do in, in settings. You know, whether it happens to be football in our game and all that, you know, people can do stuff like that where they just grow so close together that the relationships are meaningful. And it doesn't matter whether you saw somebody yesterday or, or two, five years ago, seven years ago. It's the first time you, you talk to them, you hug them up, and you know you're right back again. Anybody you hadn't seen in a particularly long time that jumped out, you're like, oh, man, it was really good to see them and it had been too long. Oh, there was all kinds of guys. Yeah, Sweezy, mm-hmm. uh, McQuiston. Uh, uh, Phil Bates, um, you know, guys I hadn't seen or heard of much at all, you know, seen Sweet a little bit. But uh, it was just, you know, BJ. <laughs> it was just so many cool guys to run into, and everybody had just the biggest, warmest smile and, and, uh, and the hugs and all of that. Who talks the most in that environment? Who's the loudest? Uh, 
Well, if you give Doug a chance, he'll be <laughs> he'll be. If you give him a chance, you just got to plug him in, and he's going. I loved being around Doug, and we had a real special, you know, kind of pregame thing too. And I was challenging him, who's going to compete more on this day? You know, you or me? You know, and that kind of thing. And so it was just awesome. And the fans are all part of that. And if you, like I think I heard KJ say, didn't he say about the parade and, and coming back to the to, to our fans was the moment that that he cherished the most. Me too. You know, and I'm I'm in on that. That never never saw a more special moment happened for a bunch of people and it was really cool beating that room next door after you took witherspoon with the number five pick you dropped the name troy palomalu and now palomalu is a safety and witherspoon's a corner but you said that just because of the feel and the instincts when i watch him play there's a guy from our era my era when i was around that he reminds me of and that's dale carter hmm. yeah is, is that a yeah. fit oh i i don't i'm not sure dale i don't want to say anything disparaging here but i don't know that he how physically was i don't remember that part of it i know how how creative he was and impacting he was a uh, spoon the spoon has a hit in this game it's as good as a hit as the corner's going to make and uh it wasn't like he caught the guy kind of not looking and <laughs> he went nose to nose that's just one of the things but he you can see him react his reactions and his uh his ability to assess the situation and then go for it showed up you know again and so uh that's the special feel that that, that you know i sensed in him that that's why I said something about Troy way back when, you know, and he's just getting going. He, he's he's just figuring it out, and, and he'll get a lot better. Is that a processing speed? We talk about quarterbacks needing to process yeah. the game. I don't think I've ever heard, you know, and maybe you guys do, I'm sure, evaluating and scouting, but is there a, a corner that just has a processing speed that's different? Well, yeah, you're, you're calling it something I haven't called it before, but I, I identify with the thought. They see things. There's a play. They threw a quick screen on him uh, on on spoon side, and there's a big blocker coming out to him, and he attacks the blocker and then dips inside and gets in on the hit. That that most guys won't do that. You know, you're supposed to contain and keep your leverage and keep your outside arm free on that play, but he didn't do that. He he was able to manipulate the blocker to position himself and still contain the play. Uh, Lofa Tatupu was one of those guys. It was a great player in in the way that he could he could manage his way to fit into plays and set blockers up to to you know to finesse them into ways that he could make the tackle in in amazing fashion and uh so yeah it, it is there's a processing that they can see the stuff and then they take advantage of that they can see it and they trust it and then they have this magnificent willingness to go for it you know and that's that's what makes him uh, you know that, the player that he is how have you felt jaron reed Wow! In his return, wow! What a game he is had he, yesterday. It, it, was he better yesterday than almost That's at any point? The best point? game I've ever seen him play. I, I, it was the best game Why? ever. And and he, uh, you know, he only practiced on Friday. I think it was last week. You know, he's got a, he has a major groin injury. I mean, legit. It's on the MRI. The whole thing. He said, "I'm playing," and he just played right through it. I mean, just. I mean, it's not like you know. Oh yeah, I, I feel a groin. I mean, it's MRI validated and all that. It's, it's legit. Second degree strain. He just went ahead and played football and played the best game he's played. Um, run and pass. And, and he was a factor in, the, in pass rush uh, a number of times. Not just the sack and a half that he had, but and then he penetrated on the running game a couple times, took advantage of the fits and stuff like that. And um, He's a marvelous you know, re, revisit <laughs> you know, addition to this team. It's, it's great that he's back. He had all them old heads there, Salt. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, that's true. You, you just see him try to do the dance. He tried to do, <laughs> to do the, Mike the, Bennett. The, yeah, the Mike Bennett and the yeah. Me-Bane thing. They, he couldn't pull it off. He no. wasn't even close. I thought that's very But the, the, the thought was there. It was a nice thought. Brock, I teased earlier that we would ask Pete about a person that I don't think we've ever asked him about before, but he certainly <laughs> deserves a lot of credit, so I'll give you the question. 
Well, I mean, at one point yesterday, Pete, you had 80% of a new offensive line out there from week one. <laughs> you had you had four four guys out there. Lonely only Evan was the only one left standing. And yet Andy Dickerson's crew just does not flinch. Can you talk about Coach Dickerson and the influence he's had on that whole room? So yeah. no matter who goes down, next man up, and not just next man up, they just play as if there's no difference. Yeah, I thought that was it was a great illustration last week and even more so this week. To come back again this week, and, and remember, Brian Burns is a pretty darn good player out there. We didn't even hardly see him. He already was a factor. And, and the, the kid last week, you know, that top pick in the draft or something, those guys didn't even factor into the game. And, and so, uh, but... Where you're going is a great place because the the uniformity of our play, uh, regardless of who's in there, that's pretty freaking special now. And, and uh, uh, Anthony Bradford, you know, we see him as a talent. He is a he's a brute, and you can you watch the film now. He, there's there's four or five plays in there like he's done every time he's been in the game. He mauls guys, and uh, he did it again. Uh, and he's barely learning what he's doing, but. For those guys to pull that off, you know, we were on the sidelines. We were switch-o, change-o for a second or two there, how we were going to put our guys back in the game. Leaving Evan at center is really important. He is really doing a good job. He kind of keeps it all together. So, uh, And he's got a great connection to Evan, uh, to the field. And uh, he and Kali, you know, uh, they – they're putting together a fine group, and this is a really good illustration of it again in two weeks in a row. When they run the ball, they got some pretty interesting dudes running the ball behind them. Mm-hmm. Top two running backs, talking about Walker and Charbonnet. What makes each of them successful? Almost a compare and contrast question. Why? What, yeah, they're what, way different. They're right, much, so what allows different. each of them to be successful? Uh, Kenny has, let's go back to what uh, Brock was talking about, the feel. He he can make things happen with his legs uh, because of the awareness he has and then this marvelous elusiveness that he has, put his foot in the ground and and jump, you know, three, four yards to the left or the right, um, that it's really rare. He's a rare athlete in that regard. And he's tough and he's aggressive and uh, and the creativity just shows up. Zach is a whole different style, man. He is more of a throwback. He is coming downhill at you. He stomps, he stomps through the holes in the line of scrimmage. He's looking for spaces, but he's looking for hits, too. And uh, he that the, <laughs> the hit he had on the sideline, I don't know how Rapes called that one, but, Whoa. man, that was as oh. good. Oh. Funny oh, you should ask. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, so, yeah. I'm so glad you led me to this. Okay. It's like we's done this before. It. Here's it, Steve Rabel calling that yeah, exact play. Second down and seven for Gino and company. The handoff to Charbonnet. He's going to go around the left side. Stiff arms a man, turns, first down. Oh, oh. my goodness, what a blast. One of the defenders stays on the ground. I think it's Dion Jones down at the two-yard line. Charbonnet hit him like a bus and knocked him out of bounds. And he was stepping out as well with Charbonnet. Oh, my gosh, no, he hit the defensive back on the play. And just knocked him out of the back of the end zone. Holy catfish. He got thrown out of the club. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, so um, they're they're just different styles, you know. And and honestly, I I keep going back. I hearken back to the SC days, you know, when we had Lindale and Reggie. Those guys were like that. And they were totally different styles. Mm -hmm. And they had this, you know, the the Thunder Lightning thing was was out there because it was – that's what these two guys are like, and so it's it's a blast having. I love having different guys that have unique styles, as we've always talked about, and uh, 
and you, whoever's hot's gonna play, you know. And, and uh, did you guys see the the moment when Kenny uh, gestured to leave Zach in, in the game so he get the chance to get the touchdown, and we threw the ball to freaking Bobo. You know, he didn't get a chance to run. Well, it. we'll get to Bobo <laughs> eventually. Yeah, but but the, the point that he he recognized that that he had earned his way down there and wanted to give him the love, and we were, we were starting to sub, and 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 he you know he wanted Zach to stand out. That was a great moment. It, it dawns on me. I was looking it up last night that his that Charbonnet's um, height, weight, and combine numbers are almost identical to Chris Carson's. Mm. And they're not exactly, but they are very, very close. The impact of the way they run is similar. It seems kind of similar, right? Different, yeah, different styles still, um, you know, if, you, if you're splitting the hairs here. But uh, the, the factor and the, the style of the run and, and the impact on the game in the, in the sidelines and our guys, and they're looking for it. So anytime this is coming, Zach is going to pass one up. He gets another shot. He's going to light up the sidelines again. It just fits. It fits so well with our, how we'd like to play the game. And it was great to see that yesterday. We do these takeaways on Mondays, and Salk and I had the same one about Boye Mafe. He was the best player on the field all preseason. Every game, it felt like Boye Mafe, Boye Mafe, Boye Mafe. The stat sheet yesterday showed what, Salk? One tackle? One tackle, one sack. That was the day. One tackle, one sack. It felt like so much more than that. Is there pressures that you look at? Is there a quarterback uh, yeah, I think he had, spot? I think, he had five, I think he had five pressures, five or six. Uh, 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 Mario Edwards had six, and I think he might have had five or six mm-hmm. as well. So he did have impact in the game. You're right, and and uh, um, those pressures are, you know, they they don't really fit into the the great uh, stats, but they're really impacting. And so, uh, yeah, uh, Boye is doing great, and uh, and we missed him, and love having him back out there. And it, it's he's going to be a big big positive for us. More Bobo? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Oh, I, I guess we do have the sound of it. I didn't even think of that. Do we, hey, uh, Justin, do we have uh, the Bobo yep. touchdown as well? All right, let's hear that. There you go, Justin. On second down and goal now from the five. Play fake. Gino's going to throw back in the end zone. Reaching up, making the catch. Is it a touchdown? It is a <laughs> They wouldn't tell you. I know, right? I hear you. Seahawks. I think. We're yeah. still waiting. Yes. <laughs> touchdown, <laughs> Seahawks. Jake Bobo. A high throw. Back line of the end zone. It took the official forever. <laughs> and he dragged that toenail in from five yards. His first career touchdown. Jake Bobo in the back of the end zone. Congratulations. <laughs> the rookie going. free agent out of UCLA. Pete, he's not supposed to be that good. Like, it's not supposed to work out that way for guys who run like he does at that position. He's an unusual player now. I mean, don't, don't don't sell him short now he can do a lot of stuff and we're really fired up about it we know we we, we we're, we're not able to see it yet we haven't seen as much impact as he'll have but everybody on our team knows uh we've just seen him enough and he's done so well in practice uh, i think chip kelly said put out the, the thought that he's the best practice player he ever saw and uh i can he, he's he's shown a lot of uh, you know a lot of stuff about that. And so, anyway, we know what we got, and we love having them, and it was a great play. It was a beautiful job, a great throw and catch call, the whole thing. Shane was in on that. It was beautiful. Uh, Pete, tell me which metric you're enjoying the most three weeks in. I know it's only three, and it's not how you start. It's how you finish. But You know what I'm going to say. Fifth in the league in scoring offense. Let's see. Seventh in the league in rush D, but third in the league, 2.9 yards per rush attempt. 
Yeah, this is a this is an early season accomplishment that is going to I hope be really meaningful. That's uh, it starts somewhere, and and to to build a great defense, it's got to start somewhere, and the best place for it to start is inside, in the middle, inside out, and that's where we are right now. And so we're off to a fantastic start. I, I go back again. I said I think probably last week too. Remember, preseason was the same, so we are there, and and so now we need to keep working at it and keep you know. Uh, polishing it up, and, and that is a factor that we need to stay on top of. And so, um, but really, okay, so that's my favorite stat so far. But I, I love all of the stats on there. We have a lot of stats on offense now. Scoring down, I think we're 100% of the time we're in the red zone, we scored. I know they're not touchdowns, and we're, we're all frustrated by that. Good reason. But last year, I think we were 95% of the time we were in the red zone, we scored. And that was like second or third in the league. Uh, that along with the explosions that that's defining how we're building this this team together and and uh, um, um, those are really good numbers for us and we need to keep going uh, Jay Mai had a great game yesterday we hit hitting seven times you know out of seven uh, coming back from, from his other little deal you know uh, he was on fire that's a huge factor for us moving forward Mikey didn't have to punt you know two times or something like that that's great so th- those are those are the, the the kind of the factors in behind maybe the scenes a little bit that we can really build on and count on and uh, uh all in all though guys I mean, you didn't ask me yet but i'm i'm, I'm on a roll here the <laughs> the um the <laughs> thing that I'm most, I'm, I'm most fired of fired up about is finishing and uh 25 points in the second half for the offense awesome and, and we didn't help them with any turnovers or anything like that but 25 points in the second half to finish that thing off and be ahead and out and out in charge we were behind at halftime you know um that's a that's a, a great asset to us moving forward and, and we got to carry it again another week but that's such a big factor to play all the way through the minutes that they allow you to play and guys got that in in, in their heart a little bit well, Alan, i want to make forward. sure we get to this this could take 10 minutes here because i want to run through just a few of the injuries and the, the, yeah, li- the players aren't coming in there I allow, the list is so long that I, I i just want to make sure we get through some of this are we going to see jamal this week jamal is back he's playing this yeah week. well he's got to make it through the week yeah but uh, he's ready to go and uh he is so ready. <laughs> he is as jacked up and excited a player as he is. Uh, we just got to keep him calm down. And, and I've already started talking to him about that so that he doesn't lose his brains because he's, he's so fired up to play. Charles Cross, I heard you say yesterday there's a possibility. Does yeah. he still have a job based on how well Forsyth has played? He's, he's, he's competing. The competition is on. Stone has done everything he could to, to show him that, uh, that the Wally Pip story has got a reason. You know, we know that background there. So uh, we'll see what Charles, Charles has a really good chance to come back. Yeah, uh, Tariq. Tariq should, has a really good chance to be back. Disley. Disley has a good chance to be back. Phil Haynes. Um, yes, Phil Haynes. Phil practiced on Thursday or Friday. It wasn't. He was really close then, so he should make it back. Kobe too. Bryant. Kobe Bryant's saying he's going to make it back. Yeah. All right. And who am I missing? Trey Brown. How's he doing today? Um, I, I don't. He had a, he had a legit concussion, so he's got to go through the protocol and see if he can make it. And Daryl Taylor with a shin. Yeah, that one is just going to be day to day because he got he got kicked in the shin. Okay. I think that's it. If I've wow. missed anybody, please let it's me good know. Good accounting, though. There's a lot of guys. It's a lot Rabel. of guys. I mean, Rabel. Is Rabel okay? <laughs> is Rabel okay? You guys don't, you don't usually want the week five bye, but in this case, it, it might be a no, like, pretty go, good thing. Let's go take care of business and have a great week and, and get this game, and then uh, that, that bye would be really uh, well-timed for us. Uh, well, uh, the, the, Let's not miss this one. Diggs couldn't practice, okay, and but he said he was going to play. He said, thought he could do it. He didn't play the whole game and came out of it great. Julian Love got a little bit of work on Friday and said, "I think I got it," you know. And he he was back. Did not practice Wednesday, Thursday. 
great job of staying through the game. DK mm -hmm. got freaking hammered the week before, stuck it out, practiced on Friday, looked good, made it through the game. Apparently, uh, we'll see when we see him tomorrow. Did you he hear his good. line about that yesterday? No. They asked DK about how he was doing, and he's like, I don't know, go ask the other guy. He's the one who's still out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> good for him. All right. Yeah, and then there was some, who else was there? Well, you mentioned Jaron uh, Reed oh, as Jay well. Reed, Jay Reed. Jay Reed said he was going to play the whole time, <laughs> got a little bit of work on Friday. Just marvelous illustrations of guys wanting to play and be part of the, the, Ooh, the Last thing, I, I know we got to run here quickly, but Jamal Adams is going to play for the first time in a while. What does that look like on a football field? In New York. That, yeah, I mean, what is what, what? how do you use him at this point? What will that look like? Really well, man. We're gonna oh, you're going to use him? Really well. Oh, it's back, we're back to that. <laughs> oh, huh? yeah. yeah. Thanks for leaving. Okay. Um, no, we, we've, we've got a whole plan. We've been working it the whole time, and, and the process has been underway uh, for how he fits in. Uh, let, let it be a surprise, okay, so we can see where he's, where he's coming from. Well, we, I was planning to just tell the Giants about it. I know. That's exactly I, I, I where you were going with this. <laughs> AP, what do you think about uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Oh, yeah. man. Well, I, I happen to really like Taylor Swift. My, my whole family, uh, all the girls in the, in the family, grandkids and all, and the moms uh, – all Swifties. went and saw her, you know, and so it was a big build up. They came to town for the for the event, so I kind of I kind of got Swifty into it a little yeah. bit. So I'm, I was I was fired up to see her up in the you know in the booth and all that. You ever uh, you ever have seventy scored on you? No, no, that was a that was yeah. unique. Yeah, that was that was. You don't really, see that every day. Really difficult. Really oh. difficult. I, At some point, I will ask. Of you. Of course, it's a heated press conference. What the frick? Oh, I, I, yeah, I mean, you know? I, I, I don't know how. You, I know you said last week that you've got a whole plan for how you bounce back after losses. Mm -hmm. Bouncing back after giving Ooh, up baby. seventy would be a, a huge challenge. Yeah. All right, Monday night football next week in New York against the Giants. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thank you. Prime time. We'll be there. All see right. You. There you go. There's so Coach much. Carroll. See we'll you. see you guys tomorrow morning at six a.m. Brock. Until then, the hay. Oh, it's in the barn barn. See you, everybody. The home stretch. Julio Rodriguez with a 